What's going on, you guys? This is TC here with another episode of Southern Fried Horror. And I've just got to say I apologize for being a night behind, but I had a couple things coming up come up this weekend I had to do and uh, put me behind tonight, so we're film or recording tonight. And uh, honestly, I I didn't couldn't really think of anything I had planned to do. I am reviewing or ranking. I'm not going to go like full review mode in the Halloween franchise. But I was trying to get through all the Halloween movies this week, and I really just kind of missed what I was going to do for this uh, this episode, I guess. So I apologize, and I saw some news, and it gave me an idea. So we're on to it tonight. But I will say, sometime this at some point this week, I will have I'm going to break it down in like two or three episodes where I rank the Halloween movies, like do two or three movies at a time, starting at the bottom, going to the top. So be on the lookout for that. That should be, uh, I want to say, if I was guessing, I am very busy this week, but hopefully Thursday or Friday, and then you'll have another ep- a regular episode Sunday. So let's get into the what I watched this week. So I re- or re- these are all rewatches besides the very last one, but I rewatched Valentine. Halloween 4 through 6, H2O and Resurrection, I've got to, uh, I want to rewatch 4 because I'm kind of stuck between that and maybe a couple of the others is where it's going to be ranked, but uh, most everything else, like a couple in the middle are, you know, iffy, but I've got a good idea of where everything's going to fit in my rankings. Uh, rewatched Happy Death Day and the Friday the 13th remake. I really enjoy all these movies. I would definitely... Uh, recommend that you go check these out. Both this last movie, which is another reason you didn't get an episode last night, I went and saw A Star is Born with a couple of my friends. And, my God, this is one of the best movies of the year. I would say it is the film of the year so far. I know we've got a lot of time left in the year, but, man, such a great movie. I can't, uh, couldn't recommend you guys go see it enough. I would say go see it tomorrow or tonight or wherever, whatever time you hear this uh, podcast. Turn it off, go watch that movie, and come back to me. <laughs> but yeah, Bradley Cooper is absolutely amazing in this movie. I'm not positive, but I believe this is the first time he's directed. And this is phenomenal. Lady Gaga is also amazing. Everybody in this movie is amazing. The music, the soundtrack is awesome. Uh, there's not a, I don't have a bad word to say about this movie. And I mean that wholeheartedly. So now that we're out of that and, uh, I will not be reviewing A Star is Born. I did review Searching because I thought it was such a good film, but this is a horror channel, horror, horror movie, horror news channel or a a podcast, should I say, (laughs) And I don't want to just get on to any movie that I think's good. I will do like on a, on my what I watch this week, give it a good recommendation like that. But unless it's somewhat horror related, like Searching was kind of in the suspense subgenre of horror. But I can't really justify you know giving a Star Is Born a full episode. And I really don't. I've never reviewed anything besides horror, and I'm kind of shaky on reviewing horror itself. And I know that genre a lot better than. I know drama, so I'm just going to leave that to somebody who's more seasoned in drama and movies like that, but trust me, go see it. So let's get into the news. 
So The Conjuring 3 has been greenlit, which we all knew was coming, but it will not be directed by James Wan. He has given the directing uh, duties to Michael Chavez. And I don't really know anything about Michael Chavez. I've heard good things about him, but I don't think that, uh, you know, I don't think I've watched anything by him, in all honesty. And Halloween has already got a sequel in the works, but there will be no David Gordon Green or Dan McBride, which I'm kind of upset with. I thought these guys should see if there's going to be a sequel or a trilogy as happy as these guys were to bring the remake in. I wish these guys would have saw the whole sequel trilogy, however they're going to do that through. But I'm sure they'll produce or have something to do with it, hopefully. And uh, the Friday the 13th lawsuit is going that a couple of you, I'm sure most of you, if you're horror, fa horror fans, have heard a little bit about this. But Victor Miller is currently winning the rights battle between him and Sean S. Cunningham. If you didn't know, Victor Miller is the writer of the original Friday the 13th, and Sean S. Cunningham is the director. But uh, yeah, it looks like it's swinging Victor Miller's way. I don't really, all I understand from what I've saw online is that. This rights battle, no matter who wins it, is just kind of uh, hurting the opportunities to get another remake or TV series or video game from the Friday the 13th uh, franchise out, no matter how it goes. So maybe they'll get settled and we can get some new Friday the 13th movie here in the next two to five or however long, however many years it takes. And the spark of this episode. I saw earlier earlier this week, or maybe even late last week, but Happy Death Day has got a sequel, which will be Happy Death Day to you. And the uh, date, the premiere date, is set for February 14th, 2019, Valentine's Day. So definitely get you a date and go check that out on Valentine's Day. But Chris Landon will be back to direct. Jessica Roth and Israel Bussard will be back as Carter and Tree. And that's what we're going to be reviewing tonight, Happy De the original Happy Death Day, because I absolutely love this movie. And I was so stoked to hear that they're coming out with a sequel. That I thought, you know, hey, I'll revisit this, give it, get out an episode on it. And uh, so let's get into it and talk about it. So this really stars uh, Jessica Roth as Tree and Israel Broussard as Carter. And Ryan's played by 5U, who's just kind of a comedic relief guy. But he has more, uh, I didn't write down all the characters because there's about five or six that are just kind of there that you know, have a few. And also, uh, Lori, the roommate by Ruby, played by Ruby Modine. I don't know how to pronounce that last name. Those are kind of your big four characters that you see the most of. There are a couple more that get a little bit of a uh, screen time, but those are your big four. And Chris Landon does direct. So, if you have watched the movie, you know that Tree is uh, in a time loop on her birthday, trying to figure out who's been killing her, and, you know, there's so much more to the story, there's a lot of character development, and even in one, uh, one time, Tree says, you know, you have to relive, uh, when you relive the same day every day, you start uh, questioning who you are or something like that. And that's really what it's about. It's just about her growing as a, growing and becoming a better person. And I really love whenever, yeah, it's a slasher on the, uh, 
surface, but when you dig deep into it, it has a good meaning. Like, uh, I saw uh, Brian Lomax for Brian Lomax Movie Talks, and uh, I forget, I don't know his actual, uh, his other channel, but it's like, uh, it talks about theology and horror movies from a Christian standpoint, and no, this doesn't have a, uh, maybe becoming a good person, I mean, obviously that's a Christian thing, but maybe this isn't like just a straight Christian uh Oh my god, I've just went on a tangent that I don't even know where I went to. <laughs> but he talks about how even Saul, and most everybody thinks that's just torture porn, has some biblical or moral uh, things into it. And I think that whenever a film on the surface is something and you start looking into it and you really get the meaning to it is whenever you find good film. And this is really a truly good film. A lot of people said, yeah, it's a pretty good slasher. I think in general it's a good film. Not a great film, not a Emmy or whatever type film, but it's a really good film. So let's get into the pros. And I'm so sorry for that tangent before I get into the pros. I really just kind of lost myself, and that was not wrote down. I wish I would have thought about that, but I got onto a tangent and didn't have anything wrote down, just kind of lost my train of thought, so... Let's get into the pros. Uh, great characters. Tree, played by Jessica Roth, is amazing. So is Carter, who is played by Israel Bussard. And uh, the development of these characters, like you see Tree just grow into this great person. Or not great person, but definitely great from where she started out is. She is the biggest bitch when, you see, uh, when she starts out in this movie. She is like that sorority girl that... Parties, drinks, uh, just, you know, your typical, uh, I didn't say typical sorority girl because I was in a fraternity in college and a lot of friends who, who were in sororities that are not like this, but how a sorority girl is portrayed, just stuck up in movies, just stuck up and, uh, party girl that, you know, just thinks about herself, very self-centered to this, uh, very friendly and loving and sweet person by the end of the movie. So I lo absolutely love that, but there is also a negative to that that I will talk about later. And on this Dex Pro, um, it's also going to be a little bit of spoiler talk, but I was so confused the first time I watched this movie as who the killer was. And it's actually Lori, her roommate, play played by Ruby Modine. Once again, I'm probably butchering that last name, but, uh, you know, you see her, like, try and give a cupcake and, like, here and there talk with Tree throughout the, uh, throughout the movie, but there's nothing really, like, that tips your hat, like, hey, that, uh, that's probably the killer at all throughout the whole movie, and then there's this huge red herring in the movie that, uh, you pretty much are sure that's the guy, but I just never saw it coming. And I've saw people in other uh, reviews who said, "Oh, I saw that coming through the through a mile apart." And I actually, a uh, mile away, I actually talked to one of my friends. I went uh, that saw the movie too. That said, "Oh yeah, I love the movie except for the part of the uh, except for who the killer was." Cause I saw that coming a mile away, and I'm I guess like I've talked to other people who were in the same boat that I am. So I guess like certain people are going to catch it and some people won't, but I definitely did not catch it. 
But uh, the mask of the killer is like this baby, which I don't understand. I've never saw any uh, college that has a baby or Cupid, whatever this little mask thing is, as their uh, mascot. But it's pretty creepy. And this kind of uh, this kind of feels like a newer scream movie. Like it's very fresh, very self aware funny but it's also suspenseful I mean I love the feel of this movie I also love the cinematography and uh, I just like I feel very empowered while watching or I don't say empowered but like puts me in a good mood to watch this movie and that's like you don't really see that much in horror movies but like it has a good ending it's a very I guess it's a warm feeling horror movie is the best way to describe it like it kind of makes you want to uh, do more with yourself, I guess. I mean, just a very sweet, heart, good-hearted horror movie, I guess. But um, as far as the cons go, I hate that it cuts away at all the kills because they have some unique kill ideas, but every time Tree's about to get killed or, like, for instance, like at one kill, the knife is like, you see the knife coming down at her, and then before it makes any contact, it cuts back to her waking up. And the director actually said that he did that on purpose. Like, it wasn't because he didn't have funding or didn't uh, want to do any special effects or... Um, crap. Uh, you know, effects in general. I forget. Practical effects, excuse me, is what I was looking for. But he said that he thought that if he showed the actual kill every time that it would take away from it and it would feel too uh, permanent. But if you see her right until the brink of death and then cut it, that's when uh, it makes it feel like not as permanent. And I agree with him to that point, but also, I mean, it's a horror movie, it's a slasher. You want to see a couple, a little bit of blood and guts. There's not, there's only like, Trees kills, which you don't really see, and one more murder, I believe, in this whole, or two, actually, I believe, yeah, two, in this whole movie, so it's not very bloody, it's very suspenseful at times, and it will grab you, but not very bloody, and um, this is also uh, what I was talking about with the character development, it seems like Tree's character development just kind of happens like that, just super quick. I wish it would have took more time doing that, but, you know, uh, some directors, especially in horror, think that they can't take their time developing characters. They just have to do it as quick as possible and get back to the horror, which is not the case. I think that the horror genre and the horror fans are growing as far as, like, what we want, and we really want better character development and more story. And, like... I think that there's great character development in there, but I wish they would took more time to draw it out instead of just being like, we're here, we're at point A, Tree's a bad person. Uh, Ten minutes later, we're at point B, Tree's a great person, and you're rooting for her. Which, uh, you know, at least it gets there, and there is a uh, there is character development, but I wish it would have took its time dragging that out a little bit more. You know, so I'm not going to put it down too bad for that but those are my only two negatives for this movie I really really enjoy this movie and in fact I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 
Now, a lot of people are going to probably hate me for saying that, but I absolutely love this movie. And uh, before uh, I get bashed and people say, oh, you love every movie you're reviewing on here, I'm not get going out of my way to uh, review movies that are bad. The only movie that I reviewed that I just really hated or didn't give a good review, like over a 6 or 7 at least out of 10, was The Nun and the original Annabelle. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not just going to... I mean, if you guys request a movie and I don't like it, I'm going to tell you guys I don't like it, but if I'm just picking out what I'm reviewing, I'm not going to pick out something that's... uh bad just to bash it i'm going to try and find something i enjoy and talk about it for a little bit with you guys but uh unless it's in theaters like i'm going to go see the new halloween movie and the new superior obviously in a couple weeks and if they're bad i'll tell you they're bad but uh you know i don't go out seeking bad movies to review i just want to and in this halloween franchise ranking there are definitely some bad movies that uh we're going to get into. I'm going to be honest. This is uh, this is tough. Like the bottom part of the Halloween franchise is bad. Like it's bad as it gets as far as franchises, in my opinion. Besides Friday the Thirteenth, the uh, the bottom of the barrel of the Halloween franchise is worse than the bottom of the barrel in the Scream franchise. Um, well. It's definitely worse than the Scream franchise and the Nightmare franchise, in my opinion. And then it's right there with Chucky as far as having really bad lows. But the only two that have any worse lows than the Halloween franchise are Takes a Chainsaw Massacre and Friday the 13th, man. Some of these are hard to get through. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. So be on the lookout for that coming up in the next two three four days hopefully before sunday i'll have that out and before i forget our follower of the week is going to be cursing angel 11 on instagram thank you so much for being a follower we really appreciate you and uh, if you want a digital copy of happy death day all you have to do is um I will send it to you in your inbox or however way to get it to you. And you'll be able to redeem that. So congratulations, Kirsten, for uh, winning Follower of the Week. All you, if you want to be the Follower of the Week, guys, all you have to do is just be interactive with us. So I pick whoever I feel like is the most interactive. Like, you don't even have to shout us out. Just, I mean, if you do, that's amazing. But just, like... You know, like our stuff, we ask a question, or if we put a poll up, just vote in it. And I, you know, that stuff really helps us out. Helps me out to decide what I'm going to talk about, or get new ideas, and what I can work on, you know. So, I mean, it's very simple. We're giving away a digital copy of something new every week, per, uh, to the follower of the week. So, I mean, if you want a free digital copy of, uh, some type of movie, I have probably a thousand digital co or not a thousand i probably have about a hundred uh, digital copies at my house so i'm not going to run out anytime soon you guys all you have to do is like comment uh vote share uh share our post however you want to do it and you'll probably end up winning a uh free um free digital copy of some type of film so with that being said guys 
Thank you for listening. Be ready for the Halloween rankings and keep it Southern Pride. I'll talk to you later.